What I'm about to share with you is hard, but it's honest truth, and I hope it helps you. I closed the door with a thud, squinting with my bloodshot eyes as the first rays of sunlight struck my face. An overwhelming feeling of nausea came over me. Maybe it was the obscene amount of alcohol flooding my bloodstream. Maybe it was the five caps of MDMA I had consumed over the course of five hours. Or maybe it was the overwhelming guilt and sadness that was washing over me like a scalding hot shower. I had just cheated on my girlfriend of two years. I had no excuse, no reason, and no clear idea on what the fuck to do now. Was I becoming the person that I had always dreaded I might become? Was I turning out to be just like my father? I picked up my phone and for the first time in 12 hours I did the right thing. She answered and at the sound of her sweet and caring voice I lost all control. I burst into tears and confessed everything and then I made the biggest mistake of my life. I left. I ran from my problems and committed to becoming the person I despised the most. How the fuck did I let this happen? Wow, that was tough to say even now, even after all the healing that I've had, and even after forgiving myself for the things I had done, because I am, after all, human. That was seven years ago now, maybe even longer. And it is safe to say that I'm a far better human now than I was back then. However, the guilt never left, and although we reignited our damaged relationship, the real issues were never confronted. And sure enough, uh, about three years ago, our relationship ended. It dissolved. And I realize now, looking back, that that moment, not even the moment I cheated, but just before those couple months prior when things weren't going right, that was when the relationship truly ended. And so thinking about it now, um, I want to share with you a few reasons why we cheat. Um, and I hope that by sharing these reasons, it'll help you improve your future relationships and help you make a decision not to cheat in the future and instead to pursue uh, open communication with your partner, to be honest, to be committed to fixing the problems and creating solutions. Or if there is no solutions to ending the relationship in a way that's kind and caring for both of you, in a way that might end up in a beautiful friendship or will just end in both of you finding finding happiness in someone else. So the first reason is ego. And in a world dominated by social media, mainstream popularity and the glorification of reality TV and a dramatic rise of the influencer, ego has become a more threatening force than ever before. Ryan Holiday, author of New York Times bestseller, Ego is the Enemy, suggests that if we can conquer our own egos, we can in fact achieve far more meaningful and fulfilling work. What is a relationship but a continued work in progress? A relationship can in fact be a lifetime representation of meaningful and fulfilling work, if we are willing to put our egos aside. When you think of ego, what are your first thoughts? Let me hazard a guess. You're probably picturing someone cocky and overconfident. The jock who roams the halls with his super hot girlfriend in tow. 
or the stunning blonde with incredible tits who struts past with her nose to the sky as men fumble their papers and spill coffee all over themselves just to catch a glimpse. I have news for you. Ego is more than what you presume it to be, and it is a huge reason behind why we cheat. Ego hides in the form of insecurities. Insecurities which lead to a hatred of ourselves, which we then transfer into a hatred for our partner, who we presume does not look at us the same way any longer. This might bruise your ego if you are that person that sits there judging others who seem obsessed with their ego, or if you are the person that allows the influence of others to affect how you view yourself. Then you, my friend, are under the seductive influence of your own ego, an ego which is feeding your insecurities. As human beings, we all have a need to feel significant. If our ego is telling us that we are no longer significant, we are going to try and find that significance any damn way we can. Maybe you just saw some pictures of Tom and Jane having the best married life ever. Buff. Maybe that image made you insecure about your own relationship. Maybe you went out with your mates to try and inflate your bruised ego. Maybe after a few too many you noticed that cute blondie at the end of the bar smiling at you. Maybe you realized that she made you feel significant again and temporarily your insecurities vanished. Maybe 6am rolled around and you lay naked in a strange bed thinking to yourself, how the fuck did that happen? You then checked your phone only to find 20 plus missed calls from your wife slash girlfriend. But I didn't mean to. It just happened, baby. Of course you meant to. It's your penis, mate. On a side note, Tom and Jane are probably only posting so many happy couple photos because in reality, they have a toxic relationship. But their egos won't allow them to talk over their insecurities. Instead, they try to convince themselves and the world that they are happy and that you are not. Ladies, don't laugh just yet. Females nowadays are affected as much, if not more, by ego than their more promiscuous male counterparts. You can thank Love Island for that one. Reality TV and social media has made us all more insecure than ever before. Females especially are affected by how others perceive them specifically how others perceive them based on their appearance. Females are constantly bombarded by shows and social media posts that make them feel less attractive, thus fueling their insecurities. This may explain why female infidelity is rapidly on the rise. Ladies, a tip, if you want to listen to it, if you're happy for me to give you a tip. Stop posting insecure, look at me, I am sexy posts. You're only fueling other female insecurities and your own. Our egos are driving us more and more towards the quick fix. It's easy to cheat. He slash she will never know and we will both be happier for it. Right. And the earth is flat as well, yeah? The fix. Be completely open and honest about every single insecurity you have. Talk to each other, argue and find a meaningful resolution. Find something that you can both pursue in your life outside of your relationship that is meaningful and will offer you a continual source of significance. Significance is like cocaine for your ego, and it can come from anything. So channel your significance from something that helps you grow and contribute in a positive way. The alternative is a life of lies, cheating, and maybe even actual cocaine. Sounds great, right? It's a short-term solution to a long-term problem. Trust me, the novelty wears off pretty damn quick. Ego is your downfall, but it can also be your savior. Channel your ego towards good and avoid that 6am phone call.
Number two is our need for variety and uncertainty. Have you ever wondered why and how people go from being that couple that everyone looks up to and adores to the couple that cheats, lies, and ends up never speaking again? <laughs> like my last relationship. I did. Mainly because it happened to me. The answer is far simpler than you think. We all have a need for some level of variety in our life. A hint of risk and danger. There is a reason why the bad boy captures your heart in high school, ladies. After all, danger is sexy. We also have a need for certainty, which is why cheating is so appealing. We can have our danger and variety shrouded in secrecy, helped by apps like Ashley Madison, while still maintaining the security of a long-term relationship slash marriage. We're hitting two of our needs at once. How cheating also covers two more needs, significance and love. Well, if it's so good, then maybe this blog should be titled The Pros of Cheating then why the hell does it make you feel so damn shit afterwards? Simple. Your needs are being met through the wrong means. Cheating may give you temporary satisfaction, but it does nothing to help you grow or contribute in a positive way. Aim to meet your need for variety and certainty in a mutual, mutually beneficial way. The fix? Go skydiving. Metaphorically, of course, and also in real life. Skydiving is fucking awesome. Find your excitement and uncertainty in other ways. If you are a sexual person, then try new things. Purchase some sex toys. Try out some new positions. Learn about each other's fantasies. Don't let your ego stop you from sharing what you truly want. If sex isn't your main driver, then go on an adventure together. Travel, explore, take up a new sport or start a business together. Uncertainty can be met in far more satisfactory ways than cheating. Cheating is just easy. Number three is monogamy is not in our DNA. Monogamy is the act of having one partner during a lifetime and it simply isn't in our DNA. I'm not just saying this to excuse my cheating. That is a horrendous stain on my character which I will carry as a failure for the rest of my days. Monogamy was invented by us and the reasons are not what you think. Love is what we associate marriage with. We choose to be with one person, to have sex with one person, and to reproduce with one person because we love them, right? What if I told you monogamy was actually adopted by predominantly Christian societies around the time of the Roman Empire as a way to bolster numbers, increase political strength, and please those with lower standings in a very ego-driven society? Now, this is just one plausible answer, and there is still debate over how monogamy became the norm in human societies. Most historians and philosophers can agree that monogamy has not always been our go-to Facebook relationship status. The reason why we are pulled toward the idea of having multiple sexual partners is due to our DNA. We come from a predominantly poly polyagamous, <laughs> pretty sure I said that wrong, but you get the idea. Look it up. P-O-L-Y-G-A-M-O-U-S. Ancestry. Historically, powerful men would marry several wives for cultural and reproductive advantages. There is also research that suggests early human com communities would engage with multiple sexual partners regularly, dependent on which females were ready to reproduce. Have you ever wondered why females make more noise while having sex? It comes from an ancient drive to signal their availability for reproduction. Our desire for more sexual partners is partially due to our DNA. But our ability to be self-aware allows us to choose if that is what we want. 
if polyagamy, pretty sure I said it right that time, is what you are after, then it needs to be something that is mutually accepted. Yeah, that's right, Frank. You can't just go fuck crazy and expect Tabitha to just sleep with you. If you're gonna go for a polyagamous relationship, make it both parties. Talk about it, be honest about it, be open about it. Don't pretend or hide your cheating under the fact that you're polyagamous, even though your partner thinks you're mono monogamous. Polyagamy is not an excuse for cheating. Polyagamy is an option in your relationship. Only if you're willing to be honest and transparent about it, and if you're both committed and comfortable with it. Number four is you don't know how to fight. Fighting is crucial in a relationship. So long as you both know how to fight. And I'm not talking about jabs, right hooks, uppercuts, or Conor McGregor. I'm talking about arguments that have a res resolution in mind. Plenty of people have arguments and fights that result in a fuckload of swearing, abuse, and plate throwing, but quite often result in no measurable outcome. This kind of fighting won't solve any real issue. This kind of fighting will quite often result in one or both of you storming out of the house, slamming a bottle of Jack Daniels, and fucking the closest person to you in a seedy motel room. Not the ideal resolution, right? The fix? If you have an issue, you need to voice it straight away. Don't let it fester, but don't throw it out there in an aggressive, ego-driven way. Write down your issues and come up with a plan as to how to present your argument. An argument isn't even the right word. Don't argue it. Express how you feel. Express how your relationship is, in your eyes, not working correctly. Express some solutions that you have in mind. But do them from the heart and do them actually say them actually how you're feeling you'll find that if you speak how you're feeling and as long as your partner is willing to speak how they're feeling speak openly you'll come to a solution that works for both of you maybe that solution is you break up or maybe that solution is you go from a monogamous to a polyagamous relationship or maybe that solution is finding different ways to excite yourself to give yourself significance um, and meaning into your life, into your relationship. Whatever the fix is, learn how to fight. Learn not to fight in an aggressive way. Learn to sit down and express how you both feel. And don't let it fester. Don't hide it. That's not going to benefit anyone in the long run. If you have cheated in the past or you are thinking of cheating on your current partner, then I guarantee your reasons can be traced back to one of these four. Ego, your need for variety, your genetic drive, or your inability to confront problems as and when they arise. Cheating may seem like the right thing to do at the time, and it may give you temporary satisfaction, but it will result in long-term dissatisfaction, depression, and a deep sense of guilt. Now ask yourself, is it really worth cheating? I hope you enjoyed that, and I truly, truly hope that these tips help you it helped me to write about them, to get them out there, and going through the experience myself, although what I did was horrendous, and although I've forgiven myself for what happened, it helped me learn. It helped me grow. So I hope that, I hope, <laughs> I help, I hope that my experience uh, allows you to grow without the need to actually commit the act, without the need to actually cheat on your partner. Because trust me, 
Although cheating in the short term might give you a huge boost in happiness and make you feel like a king or a queen, long term it's just going to make you feel terrible. So I hope this helps you. If you like our podcast, please subscribe. Please share it on any of your social media platforms or with anyone that you think this might help. Truly, truly, I want to help people with this podcast. So thank you for joining Couple of Lattes. If this is your first time or if you're a regular listener, thank you. I really appreciate it. I appreciate your support. And if you want to follow us closer, head to our Instagram. It's Massey underscore bros. That's M-A-S-S-I-E underscore bros. And if you want to read any of the our blogs, which this, by the way, is in blog form, titled Why Do We Cheat? You can head to our blog website, which is MasseyBros.com. M-A-S-S-I-E Bros.com. Thanks again, guys, and we'll see you in the next episode.